Hello, hello, and welcome to this very special edition of Talking Bollocks. Um, and obviously, you notice the new intro there. Um, pretty rocking, don't worry, it's not going to be the full song every week. Um, but obviously, hey, I would be stupid not to play that on my own podcast with from my own band, wouldn't I? That would just be bloody silly. So, I um, hope you like it. Been fantastic Um uh, reaction to the song and the video um it's been i mean it has been absolutely amazing you'll hear mark and i talking about it in a minute um it was just the day of release when um when when we were talking but um now a couple of weeks on um well just over a week on it's just been phenomenal um i've been recording this on monday the 27th um and um and and still just it's just been incredible i mean total rock i've had it in a top five songs of the week and it's been we've just seen posts go all over the place and the the, the feedback has been absolutely wonderful um and if you're one of those people who gave us that lovely feedback thank you very much um and if you're not fuck you i hope you die soon um i jest of course but uh, look thank you very much for tuning in um to this podcast um mentioned in the acid rain podcast previously when it was the whole band um did say hey we um we might do some um one-on-one podcasts um and um this is the first of that series so in other words it's going to be um it's going to be me uh chattering away into the ears of uh individual members um as and when we get the chance and um and this week it was um well first up mark jackson our drummer um he's uh, he's a top he's a top lad amazing drummer as you've all heard um and now without further ado there's no point in me sort of gibbering on any longer um please oh by the way of course one thing i do need to say uh, that song you heard if you don't have it go get it you can get it at itunes you can get it at amazon or you can get it in any digital format you like from um our bandcamp page um all of that information is on acidrain.co.uk the funkiest thrash website the square danciest website in the world so um here we go here's um uh, me and mark talking about acid rain and the recording of plan of the damned enjoy so um hello um these are I, i'll have probably just done the intro when i so there's no need to do another intro um, here I am um, once again in my um, front room with um, Acid Rain drummer Mark Jackson. Hello, Mark. Hello. <laughs> um, so yeah, we um, last last one I did we, last one we did um, all four of us, and um, and we said it might be an idea to do like individual ones, and you're first up, first head on the shopping block. Cool. I know. Yeah, and um, I um, again I would have probably said this in the intro, but anyway, we're both. Um, we're both sat here like a couple of dogs with two dicks, because <laughs> um, basically, basically it's the Friday that the song came out, and um, uh, and at, at the time of inter- at the time of talking, there's not there hasn't been there hasn't been one single negative review, has it? No. There's been there's been no negativity. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I like the way your head field at the end of that. Thanks, I, I, I don't do it. Yeah, yeah. That was like negativity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just on the end there. Um, Mark, Mark, and I do specialise in doing uh, Hetfield, Hetfield impressions, Hetfield years. Um, no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, um, but anyway, um, so yeah, we're, um, we're 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 chilling out. We've got um, we've got rehearsals 
um, over the weekend. So Mark comes down from Newcastle, London, and I am going to slip into Geordie accents occasionally, so I apologise. But Mark comes down on the fucking mega bus, like on the mega shit bus. It's fucking horrible, isn't it? It is fucking horrible. And that's and and hey, kids out there listening to this, that's the kind of dedication that it takes to be in a band these days, uh, or at least this band anyway. <laughs> um, and that, that's... No private jets or anything like that. No, no, no private rooms. <laughs> well, I've got my own private room. I've got my own private yeah, bedroom. True, room. actually. Yeah, Mark has his own room here because yeah. um, because he's longer than everybody else in the band. Um, yeah. He gets the uh, he gets the room. Um, and uh, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, that's the fascinating <laughs> sleeper. <laughs> right, that's, that's the interview all that. It's done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't mean to let you all in on more than you care to know about us. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to let you know? Everything you don't want to know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is going to be like the most boring fucking interview ever, isn't it? Well, it's, it's, well, it's not an interview, is it? It's just me me and you talking. Yeah. Um, and we've done the whole thing about how you sort of... How we... Yeah, how we found you. Um, thanks to thanks once again to Jeff from Onslaught. Um, and um, it's coming up... Um, it's going to be a year. It's going to be a year next month. I know. It's crazy. It's mental, isn't it? It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. I remember speaking to you on the. Um, I remember. Uh, I, I might be repeating myself from the um, the interview we did, but when we spent that, like, we were, it's the first time we'd really properly spoken when I was driving up. Yeah. To rehearsal, and um, um, yeah, and then, yeah, actually, I did mention this on the on the last one, didn't I? Because then I, hung it, I, I just got through telling you what a stand up, total, like totally reliable guy Mac was. <laughs> And uh, and I had the phone up from you, and then I got a message from him saying I can't make it. And we and and, and to yeah. this day, and to this day, you've never met him. No, no. Um, but you, but, but you form you form part of like the the, I would say the, the inner sanctum or whatever. But it, it it was like it was me, you, and Paul for. Oh, I definitely quite a long time to be honest. And there were times though where it just well, it certainly seemed like I'm sure it crossed your mind to kind of think well, you know. If I knock it on the head, there's there's not really much to knock on the head. Yeah. And I think and I, and I think I felt that. I think Paul felt that. I think you felt that. And this is going to sound really cheesy, but I think the only thing that actually stopped that happening was the friendship that we developed between the three of us. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, you know, it it, it was just kind of a. You, I didn't really know where it was going. You know what I mean? Like, so I guess yeah, it did it did cross my mind. Um, it was, it was just the unknown, you know. Mm. But sometimes you've just got to kind of keep going and see where it goes. And thankfully, we found two other awesome musicians. So. Yeah, yeah, and the thing is that I I I remember that uh, the, the, the I the bit I remember is when being in the fish and chip shop, you know, that stupid cow not knowing what three of each is. Um, yeah, it's, that's right. <laughs> Still sticks in my fucking craw. <laughs> um, but um, when we we went over to the pub, we went over the pub across the road. We were playing pool. It was like me and Paul. We were just playing pool, and there was hardly anyone in that pub. Yeah. And it was just like, and I don't know. It was just kind of that that pub was like, it it, it was like um um. It's like the first bond, wasn't it? Well, it, we, it, we, yeah, sort of first bond. Well, it was, was out, it was outside of the, the the kind of music side of everything, which kind of needed to happen, because you you know. Obviously, we know that we we all like music, and 
you know, it's good to step outside that box, you know, and actually find out who these people are properly sort of thing, you know. Yeah. And that's what happened in that pub. It was just kind of having a laugh rather than anything too serious, you know what I mean? It was it was just kind of, I don't know, it was just chilling out and having a new pint and <laughs> uh, just having a laugh, you know, and it, 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 it was definitely one of the most important parts of um, the bonding um, between me, you and Paul at that time and I think that's kind of one of the things that stopped or that actually made us um, you know carry on going with us brain, you know to mm. keep trying uh, different people to see if we could find the right musicians for the band. Well the thing is as well is for me it was it I, I kind of I forget as well that it, it was harder for you to because the thing is for me I was I was too up yeah do you know what I mean whereas for you and Paul it was like we need two more people yeah. whereas for me it was like excellent I've got two more <laughs> yeah you know what I mean it's like because having started out with it being everyone and then everybody dropping off one by one and then me thinking I don't know what I going to do and then thinking oh you know trying to get the band back for, for, for one just what do one gig and that was turned down by by, by the members who'd already said they, they didn't want to do it anymore or couldn't do it anymore um, and um, and then yeah, there was that period where I thought, oh, thrash project, and then you know me ringing Paul and saying, ah, oh, yeah, I've thought of a name for it. Let's go. I'm going to call it Acid Rain. And it's like, you're up for it. I'm sure Mac will be up for it. So that means all we need is a drummer and another guitarist. And I think all of a sudden Paul then sort of thought, hey, this this is getting real. Fucking hell, yeah, this could happen. And then because uh, Paul and I just kept saying to it, I kept, just kept saying to him, shit just got real, and you know we we were always like giggling about how. Yeah it might actually happen one day. And then coming away from meeting Jeff and saying, I just ringing Paul and saying, fucking hell, I might have got as a drummer. And he was like, fucking hell, that'd be awesome if you know if you have. Um, and it was going to be a four-piece rehearsal. It was going to be me, you, Mac and Paul. And of course, Mac wasn't able to make it and wasn't able to make any subsequent rehearsals. Yeah. And, then, and then ultimately, um, when potential tour dates came in, realised that he couldn't do it. Um, I'd just like to mention by the way that Mac actually uh, was texting me and giving me a call last week because it's the first time he'd heard the song and he was fucking blown away with it and he loved it so um, I know Kev does as well um, I haven't spoken to Adam or Ramsey um, but that's you know for me that's that's fucking that's that sound but anyway um, yeah so that rehearsal was going to be a four so even the first ever rehearsal was a bit of a letdown because <laughs> it ended up being just the three of us yeah um, and then we probably did was it three or four of those something like that yeah it's wasn't it kind of like York, uh, Yorkshire and, and well no sorry it was like Leeds London Leeds London well we, did, we didn't do we didn't do London we didn't oh no we oh. didn't we? I think Ooh. we did one with yeah. With the guy, yeah, the guy who didn't work out. Yeah. And by the way, there wasn't like a fucking revolving door. This was never going to be. I, I mean, sometimes I think even you might have said to me, you know, well, well, you know, do we advertise? Do we put something on the Facebook page or something like that? And I always said like, no, I want the right. I want the people to find us, you know, or we'll yeah. find them. Um, I just I hate the idea of. I, I know it sounds really poxy, but it's like I hate the idea of auditions because it's like it's. It's just then it's just a job, and you get loads of people turning up who want a job. Yeah, I guess it puts extra. I want them to want this job. Yeah, 
it puts kind of extra pre- pressure on that person then anyway isn't it when, when you if you call it an audition it's like this is serious sort of thing you know what I mean instead of going into something which is just like oh you know do you want to jam like do you want do you want to kind of have a have a jam session you know yeah bit of toast there and uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but it's it, it, but well, I mean every every band's different. But I I always do you know what I mean? I always wanted to and and the thing is it was like it was like kismet you know it was like fate with the way the way, um, Cookie posted that video, almost, as we came in the room from a disappointing rehearsal with yeah. somebody that we knew in our heart of hearts wasn't going to work out, which was a shame. I mean I was fucking gutted about it, um, and, but for for Cookie to to like just it, yeah. You know, it was yeah. it, it it was mad. Yeah, the the way that Cookie did it was the way that you just kind of explained how you wanted it to happen. Yeah, yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah, weird. Yeah, I got what I wanted. Just some fan posting the video. But also the the weird thing about like all of that that his connection with Kev and Kev having already mentioned him yeah, to me about a year crazy. previously, it is, isn't it? Yeah. And when you think that he's like he's already been told no, but he's still doing a video and putting it on the Facebook page. Yeah. Why? Well, they, there you go. You know that just shows your dedication straight away. You know. I, yeah. Again. Again. Yeah. It is. It is a great. It's a great point. It's like just if you really want something, just you know, keep running after it until someone cuts your legs off. <laughs> exactly. You know, fight them till you can't. That's what. Uh, hey. Hey. Just get the. Uh, hey. Yeah, get me thrash references in there. But I'll thrash there for you. <laughs> um. But yeah, they they were. Um, but funnily enough, going back to the going back to the, um, the the pub, the three of us in the pub. I thought that was actually an interesting sort of allegory for where we were at that time as well. It's like we were in a we, we were in a pub that should have been really busy. Um, sorry, that was my phone going off. I'll um, um, I'll switch it off. Oh, apart from um, I think it's I think it's another 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 good review coming in. Awesome, yeah. It's another ninety nine p in the bank. Great. Hey. Um, we are now rich motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was an interesting sort of as in it's like there should have been a lot more people there than, than you know uh, for it to operate properly. <laughs> yeah. So the pub felt a bit weird, and like there wasn't there wasn't enough people there for it to be a proper pub. Yeah. It's like that's funny because there's not enough people here for it to be a proper band. <laughs> you know I never really thought of it like that or seen it like that but yeah now that you mentioned it <laughs> but, yeah. you know, but, but like but it was but they were important they, like I said it was important it's weird just talking about it now it's like because it, it's not something that we dwell on yeah but just talking about it now it shut my eyes I'm fucking back in that pub oh um, yeah definitely I, I. It, it, it's, it's a, it, it is very very strange isn't it I mean clear image mm. of the pub and I've only been to that pub once <laughs> but it, it just seemed like to be such an important uh, moment and it was one of those kind of moments that had to happen you know but it's Definitely just brought us together yeah um, more than before you know rather than just dwelling on the fact that we didn't have anyone else in the band um, and you know it, we knew that we had to go through the struggle to find these people you know well that's why I I mean I I really pre- I think that sounded a bit Geordie didn't it and that's why I 
That's why I. That's why I like. That's why I like. <laughs> um, I can I have a pasty because that's fucking cuisine. <laughs> can I just mention that I might be talking absolute shite or bollocks, whatever you want to say, but I am really hungover. Okay. <laughs> I'm tired. I've been on a mega shit bus, and. I mean, the pizza's helped out a little bit, like. Yeah, pizza that, was that, awesome. that working for you? Good old Domino's. Yeah, we love Domino's. <laughs> so. That, fair, fair enough, mate. Uh, fair enough. I'm um, aware with the fairies. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the, um, the 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 three of us kind of like just just those putting in the hard yards, you know. Um, I think because because I guess you know let's not forget it was like. It was just me, and I got then. I, I almost got Paul involved with with the acid rain reading straight away because Kev was only going to be available here and there. Mm. So straight away, it was going to be Ramsey, Adam, Mac, me, and Paul filling for Kev when Kev couldn't make it. And and Paul was like, "Look, I'm happy to be involved in any way. If Kev's there full time, you know, like I'll crew for you. Whatever, it's fine." Um, and we went from that state of affairs to it being just me and Paul. So all of a sudden it's like, well, not only not only are you going to be involved in this, you you're you're going to be one of the main parts of it. So then to get you in, I think it was like it made it real because, well, as as we said on the on the last podcast, you know, Paul still refers to Acid Rain as as you guys and you lot and stuff like that. And I think he's realised that he's in the band now. Yeah. But so it was still just me and him, and we were mates, and we'd never even rehearsed together or done anything together. So. When we rehearsed, when me and Paul rehearsed with you, that's the first time I'd ever played with Paul. Well, no, sorry, I take that back. Apart from when I guested with his old band like twenty years ago, right. and you were like what seven? So, who, <laughs> so that doesn't really fucking count, does it? No. Um, so, so it was kind of like new and 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 new and fresh and interesting. <laughs> <laughs> playing golf is like making love to a beautiful. <laughs> first, wash your balls. I always remember that one. <laughs> um, but but um, yeah, look, I, I don't want to fucking make it too negative, actually, because it, we're on the other we're on the other side of that, and we've just talked we've we've talked a little bit too much about negativity. Um, I mean, where we are at the moment, it's kind of like, it's, it, it's weird. It's, we've gone into that sort of talking about the negative side of things because everything's almost like so positive at the moment. It's yeah. scary. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you kind of, I'm, I'm shocked at how kind of, it, it seems like everything's came together really quickly. But if you actually think about it, it hasn't. <laughs> and yes, it yeah. did take quite a while to get the other members in. But it, what is surprising to me is how well, you know, well, not, not how well they fit in the band. It's, you know, just the fact that they are part of the band, you know what I mean? They're, yeah. You know, and they're awesome guys too, you know what I mean? So, um, and that's definitely something to be thankful for rather than just having some awesome musicians or complete dickheads, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> We've all been there. No, worse than that, Lake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so glad Kev's not involved. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that's that's not true, obviously. 
Um, well, no, he's he's a nice guy. But I am glad he's not involved. No, no, it's it's, it's a joke. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's. It, I mean, I was saying to you earlier that I I almost feel like writing on the um, on the acid rain Facebook page. Don't even say it, Howard. Don't right, even okay. say it. Don't. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying I, to achieve I, by saying it? I know. It's being honest. It's being honest. It's just the fact that it has, like, like you said, it's been overwhelming. I mean, it's it has, fucking yeah. overwhelming that that. I mean, I was up till two o'clock this morning, um, fielding comments from people on the page because our website, our website's music player didn't just get taken down, it broke because so many people were trying to play Planet of the Damned at midnight, 25 years after this band went out of existence. It's, it fries your brain. It yeah? does, yeah. Um, and and if, oh, I was thinking about this earlier as well. I was thinking, remember, remember the whole idea of, like, we'll, we'll do one song, we'll put one song out, mm. was because I was kind of... I was trying to preempt people going, well, it's just you, and who are these other guys, and, and it, to validate the new lineup, and it's ended up like totally not being needed. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, we were we were all weren't we? We were yeah. all kind of like, well, you know, there's going to be people out there going, don't like it. Yeah, but we've had nothing like that. Yet, yeah. Touch wood. Yeah, yeah. Touch anything. Yeah. <laughs> to, and, yeah. and then, and then for you know, and then and so then it's like, oh yeah, but we're, we're doing a song, and 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 again, like, I, I mean, I I have, you know, obviously being the only original member, this was my plan because I wanted to try and preempt any kind of any kind of sort of negativity. Again, <laughs> you plan negatively. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, maybe, maybe. Um, but uh, I'm a DJ. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, yeah, there's just there, there was no need for it in the end. It's 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 like Acid Rain fans just went, yay, they're back. It, uh, so what? If it's only Howard, you know, it, it, they're back. And. The way you guys have all been just like welcomed by, by the acid rain fans is just it's mental. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if if it is like this, but this is certainly the way I see it. Um, it's like we were kind of, well, obviously we're new to the band, but it just it feels like, um, it's been like this for a while, and when people come in. Things like that just brings a tear to my eye. Um, <laughs> no, it's just it, it's quite surprising because there's no comments like, "Oh well, this guy isn't like like you know someone else from Acid Rain who whoever was in Acid Rain before sort of thing." You know what I mean? It's yeah. like there's nothing like that. It's just very straight to the point, as if we were already in the band sort of thing. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's really cool. Mm. Because I was expecting, you know, like, oh, well, he's not drumming like him, you know, and it's like, which is a lot of shit anyway, you know what I mean? It doesn't even make sense, because why would I want to drum like someone else, you know? Um, but yeah, man, it's 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 awesome. Um, it's just fucking awesome. It's just, but it, it's just, it's never been an issue. No. It's, it's just been like, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, you know, people listening to this might, might think, yeah, well, you know, you're labouring the point a bit, but it, it's different, you guys being on the outside looking in, and we're on the inside looking out. And when you're on the inside looking out, it, it's, it's, you don't want to fuck it up, you don't want to spoil it for anybody, you, you want to try and... Sort yeah, of... it's, it's definitely a, a, a tense moment, because you, you don't... You don't know if they're going to like the song, because you, you yourself, as the artist you're going to appreciate what you've created. Yeah. And an outsider, you know, you might think, oh, well, people are going to love this. And, man, I, I guarantee you that, like, so many artists that have released an album or a song or whatever have released it and the people have heard it and they've just went, what a pile of shit. And, I, you know, they're, they're in shock, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh, well, I thought it was awesome and I love it, you know what I mean? Which is obviously the most important thing. But my point is, is that, you know, you do not know what to expect. And you do want people to like it. Of course you do. Because you want to be proud of what you created. Um, and you want people to feel how you f- felt about the song when you first heard it back after it being recorded. Because to me, I mean, I know, obviously, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the drum and acid rain, but I do really like the song. And I do try <laughs> and step away from kind of, you know, being the drummer in acid rain when I listen to that song and kind of go, right, what would other people think of it when they actually hear it? What would they like about it? You know what I mean? Instead of just kind of going, awesome job, fucking good song, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, I know exactly what you mean. To to one of one of my per- most important sounding sounding boards, my fucking neighbour, across the across the hallway there, the um, Polish guy lives across the road, um, across the hallway. He, um, um, I think I must have mentioned him on the podcast before, but yeah, I, I heard him cleaning his car one day, and he was blasting Sepultura, and we've been mates ever since. And I dropped a. I dropped a CD of the song because he he had obnoxious and he he liked that. Mm. And then you know when we when the remasters came out before the Apple Core archives, the remasters back then, I gave him a copy of that. He was like, "Oh wow, yeah, it's really good." I was like, oh, "That's me singing." He was like, "Fucking really?" So um, so I I stuck a I stuck a CD through as soon as we settled on the final mix through the door. Fuck. Right. Okay. Carry on. Um. So uh, um, and I wrote on it. First acid, yeah, new, first new acid rain song. So I put it through his, um, I put it through his letterbox, and um, making me laugh now. Um, I put it through his letterbox, and I just thought, okay, we'll leave it at that. And um, I was coming out of the flat one day, and I, I went out to get in my car, and he was out there working on his bike like he always is. Um, and I was like, all right, mate. And he just looked at me, and he was just like, um, man. That is such a surprise. You are cracking up. What the fuck is... Why are you laughing? I don't know. Or have you just lost it? you got the giggles? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Or, I, I think it's lack of sleep. Sorry. Probably. No, that's no, all right. So, yeah. so I, I walked out <clears throat> and he goes... He just looks at me and he goes... Man. Fucking brilliant. And I, I, I'm aware that's not a Polish <laughs> accent. <laughs> Um, Mitch, yeah, yeah, fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's from the northern England part of uh, Poland. But he, no, he just went, 
oh, it's fucking great. I, oh, I'm not going to do the accent because it's just like, yeah, it's, it's, gonna, it's, gonna it's gonna just roam, getting worse and yeah, worse. It's going to roam all around Europe and end up this being... fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> fucking knapsack, dude. Um, but, um, yeah, he was great. I want half of these fucking cigarettes. <laughs> he said, yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing. It's great. So it's, it's great thrash metal and all this. So it's funny because he, he's... Like he loves his old school stuff and all that. And I was like, all oh, right, wow, thank you. But he, he was just stood there, like, visibly kind of struggling to communicate how much he liked it. <laughs> and I was, and I was going, and to the extent I was kind of watching him and thinking, fucking hell, you really like. I mean, you really like this because you could see it in his eyes that he was. He was annoyed. He speaks great English, yeah. but he was still annoyed that he didn't have the the words he had in Polish in English to say how much he really fucking like. All he he just was used to saying fuck a lot, basically. Yeah, like like you would in any language. Yeah. Um, and um, and I was like, oh well, that's really good. And then, but but he, he continued talking about it and saying like, oh the drums, they're fucking amazing. Again, shit accent. It's the drums, they're fucking amazing. The guitar's great. Shit, you you. Vocals are like proper thrash metal and all that sounds great. And, and I turned away and he went, and, and I was like, oh, right, okay, carry on. <laughs> I don't mind having my English. And then he's English. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, well, my children were saying. <laughs> um, While I sip a cup of tea, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, With my pinky out. <laughs> he, um, he said, uh, he said um, I was in the car the other day and my kids and my kids said, "Put our neighbour song on. Put our neighbour song on." And I, and I was, I just started laughing. I was like, "Really?" Said, yeah. And he said, uh, "I said so. I put it on, and um, it, it gets to the chorus. There is um, oh, how do, oh, I'm doing it again. Shit, I'm doing it. Sorry, I really am sorry. So, um, so he, he says, yeah. And then and he said, um, he said they start singing in the choruses, like um, how do you say?" How'd you say when you go to a pub and there is singing? I was like, oh, karaoke. And he, he goes like, karaoke. He says, I have I have your song, my children doing karaoke in the back of my That's car. Awesome. And, and I'm like, you're fucking joking. You're joking. The little boy throws me the devil horns every time he sees me. Yeah. I know. He's, he's corrupted. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've won another one over there. We are. Mind you, his dad does blast apple tour, so he might have something to do with it. But um, yeah, I mean, how how awesome is that? Yeah, you know, and it's like at, th- at that point, and 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 just for you guys to know, we we've all been kind of playing it to people we know, and obviously you'll know from some of the quotes that I've, you know, Lormo Death heard it, and Dark Angel, or Mike from Dark Angel heard it, and Michael from Flotsam and Jetsam heard it, and lots, and everybody just kept kept coming back with positive stuff. And Travis Smith. Oh, good point. From Trivium. Yeah, who uh, who liked it as well. Um, what did he say? It's uh, if if Anthrax and Exodus had a baby. Yeah. Which, which is, is really fucking cool. I can't believe I didn't put that on the fucking quotes. Oh man. Man, honestly, should we go back in time and do it? Yeah. Right. All right. No, let's not. No. Um, but Let, yeah, let's not. As if we could actually <laughs> do it anyway. <laughs> actually, yeah. no. Not tonight. Not. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll save the time travel yeah. for uh, for tomorrow. Yeah. Save after after the interview, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right, okay. Um, when's the interview? Um, I don't know. <laughs> this is just this is just frying my brain now. 
Uh, that's, well, it's probably because you can hear the washing machine going into it. Oh, it's... <laughs> that's not me brain then. Yeah, no, no, not at all. Um, but yeah, so we finally got it out there, and, and, and it's all fucking positive and all the rest of it, and it's just like, the, right, the tour's booked, and um, and we've confirmed Hammerfest, and, and, and again, sometimes, I, I genuinely, this week, I just took some time to sit down and kind of think about like where where we've come from, and some of those, I, you know, I remember, I remember kind of, I'm sure you remember this where in the in the chip shop before we went to the pub, mm. and Paul sort of saying like you know so what's the plan? And I could tell Paul was kind of like really tr- sort of picking at the scab as it were, like but so so what's the you know what's the plan then? Where, what are you thinking of? Do-? And I, I I knew he was searching for reassurance from me, but it was reassurance I couldn't give him as I kept saying, look we just need to find the members. Once we've got the members, it's logistics. We just got to find the people, yeah. And there's no fucking rule book for that, as you can tell by like the way it's all sort of falling into place. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, it's it, and and I took time out this week to just kind of sit down and just think, wow, you know, we've got a website launching at midday. The, the just the buzz and the hype around the single coming out and the way the new lineup's been embraced and all the rest of it. And I just think, wow, yeah. In such a short time, but it felt like forever. It felt like we were just swimming in treacle and going nowhere. But it doesn't now. Oh, you kind of, you kind of forget. It's, but it's the opposite now. That's yeah. what I'm saying, and that's why I'm, yeah. I kind of like don't want to forget. Yeah. Because it keeps you grounded. Yeah. You know about. Yeah. Shit. You know. Yeah, it doesn't feel like um, it. It was months of trying different people. It was. It, it was like. It just feels like we've been together longer than we actually have yeah you know what I mean so. yeah I know we've still got things like well yeah we've still got to do things like um, go on the road and get on each other's nerves yeah because it's a fucking given mm. you know it will because that's, that's what you're doing about yeah. isn't it well annoy the shit out of each other yeah right okay yeah <laughs> no, 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 not on purpose but at, at points Right. Everybody gets on everybody's oh, nerves at, at, at some point, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Just happens. Um, but but yeah, no. I mean, we've we've got a lot to look forward to. <laughs> um, but um, and you've I, and I, one thing I did want to mention as well is that you're um, uh, you're you're available for lessons. Yes. 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 I teach the drums. <laughs> for Yamaha, no less. Yamaha, yes. That's fucking awesome. Thank you. How did they find out about you? Um, that's a really good question. There's a guy called Stuart Shields, um, and he plays in uh, Guns N' Roses tribute. I think you say he plays in Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Yeah. No, he fucking doesn't. It's all called Shields in Guns N' Roses. That's Slash. Yeah, that's yeah. Shield. yeah, and he's not been there and for a while. And he's not even in the band. Yeah, um, yeah, but he uh, works for Yamaha, and uh, um, he he plays for Guns N' Roses tribute band, and I, I was playing for Black Sabbath tribute band um, at the time, and yeah, I think I think it was more me asking him what he was up to, sort of thing, and. He just said, oh, um, I'm working for Yamaha, sort of thing, you know. And we got talking and all that. And then, um, 
I, th I just kept asking them, you know, if there's any any jobs available or anything like that um, for teaching drums with Yamaha, I'd be up for it, you know. And yeah. then eventually it came came around to me actually teaching for Yamaha, you know. I haven't started properly yet, but I started probably in September. I mean, I have taught there for about a month now or something like that. And I haven't even started, but they keep getting us in, so it's really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I was supposed to teach for Yamaha um, um, before um, where I teach now, which is Whitley Bay. Um, I was supposed to teach at the Newcastle Drum Centre, but there was problems there and the Newcastle Drum Centre closed down. So that just kind of went to shit, you know. So when they opened up in Whitley Bay, um, that's when things started opening up, uh, to open up again, you know. So I just kept asking Stu, you know, is anything available? Anything available? Yeah. Anything available as you do when you really want. But it's the it's you know? the it's the running theme of this of this podcast yeah, already, isn't it? Exactly. Really? Yeah. Is, yeah. So eventually, he said, "Oh, yeah, don't uh, take fuck off and never come back for an answer." Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so eventually, he just said, "Oh, well, um, someone is leaving, so would you be up for taking his place?" And you know what? That's a, that is one of those classic stories of people saying, "Oh, that was really lucky that you that you um that you, that you rang up just at the time." Yeah. And he's like, "No, it was the fiftieth time I rang up." Yeah. And yeah. and that's what people never see. Oh no! Yeah, no. they just go like, "Oh, that's that's yeah, oh, that's falling in your lap." Yeah. Well, I mean, it's exactly the same thing. I know I mentioned this on the last pod podcast, but it was um, the same thing with get, getting into Empire. Uh, Empire or, or acid, acid rain as well you know it was like it, it wasn't just you know sit back and see what happens it was getting your name out there and making sure that people know that you're looking for a band well you know. well I, I the reason I smiled when you said getting your name out there was when I spoke to Ed, uh, Ed Box I messaged him and said um you know, because if there's a metal musician in the northeast that Ed Box doesn't know about, then I'm not interested because <laughs> um, he's obviously no good. Um, so I, I sent him your name and said, you know, can you fill me in at all? Do you, do you know this guy? Um, and like, you know, Ed messaged me back within about 10 minutes going, yeah, really nice guy, very good drummer, you know, strengths, weaknesses, threats. Um, you know, uh, what's it, what you're allergic to? Um, you know, who your nemesis is? Um, <laughs> but I know it was just like it was really like I was like right, okay, um, and um, and I I actually I saw Ed when I played Durham. I think this was was it last no no, no but no 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 I I I saw him at some I can't remember what it was and we were, we were talking about talking about you, and he was saying and and he he said. You can't be getting out there," he said. "You know he's done really well for himself. You know, as an outsider looking in. I mean, I think Ed's an incredibly talented musician, and he's never Definitely. had never had the success he, I think, he, his talent deserves. Mm -hmm. But I think by by his own admission, it's it's there's there's reasons for that. Um, and um, yeah, he was he was just he was really sort of um, complimentary about you know your attitude and. You know, it's not just, and you know, people are probably sick of hearing this, but it, I I say time and time again because it's true. 
Um, it's it's not about talent. It's really not about talent. I should know. I haven't got much. You heard this, so what do you think he's trying to say about me, brother? But also, it's but, not about talent. Look what we found. Yeah, yeah. There's proof for you. Um, you 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 know what I mean, you bastard. And do you know what? That's the first time anyone's actually properly taken me to task in any podcast. Do you know what I mean? Good. I always get away with it. No, yeah, no. I love the way you deliberately took that the wrong way. Um, but it, but like it isn't. You know, there's way more talented vocalists out there than me. Mm. There's way more. It's, but it's about the work ethic. Oh, it's about the fucking it's ugly the de- shit. It's the determination, and it's how how much you want something. I mean, you know, I, with em- Empire of Evil, which was um, if, for you guys who don't know who they are, um, it's ex Venom members uh, Jeff Dunn, Mantis. Mantis, and Tony Dolan, the, the Demolition, Demolition Man, man. Um, and Jeff was actually um, stage, the stage manager for one of the events that I've played uh, with the Black Sabbath Tribute Band and I actually went up to Jeff um, and this was two, was it two, two, no it was a year before I was actually in Empire. That just kind of tells you something, you know, and I just said to him, you know, if you're ever looking for a drummer, um, I'm, I'll do it, you know. Um, and that's kind of what happened. He didn't really think much of it then. But just because I went up to him and suggested and said, you know, I was straight at the point, I'll do it, I can do it, you know. It obviously kind of stuck in his mind somewhere, you know. Um, and then a year after, he came up to us and said, well, my media, you know, and that's exactly what happened. And then I went touring different countries and had an awesome experience, you know. So it, it's a case of just pushing yourself every time absolutely absolutely and there will always be somebody who will piss on you for that there'll always be somebody who says oh fuck oh look at him yeah look at him going up to fucking you know going up to tony going up to man who the fuck does he think he is there'll always be people like that and that's called jealousy (laughs) exactly and that's that's it that's their issue not yours you're not an arsehole for doing what you're doing they're an arsehole Exactly, and, and you know, for doing what they're doing, which is it's just absolute bollocks. But but also, I guess the kind of point I'm making as well is that you should never let what people never let what people might think of you. You never never consider other people's opinions or no. As Con- concentrate on your own focus. Yeah, and you, if you see an opportunity, you see a fucking crack in the door. You try and get your foot in it. Exactly. Try and wedge it. Wedge exactly. that fucker open. I mean, it, you know, people might. Think it sounds ridiculous, you know. It 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 does slightly. It's the first time you've told me this story, and it does slightly because you think like, you know, drummer yeah. in a Black Sabbath tribute band yeah. going up to, like, going up to him and saying like, yeah, if you ever need a drummer. Well, there was there was much more than that though. There was like, there was actually trivium after Travis, you know, uh, Travis wasn't in trivium anymore. I actually spoke to uh, Corey, the lead guitarist in trivium, and. Asked him if he, you know, if Trivium were looking for a drummer and would I be able to audition? And then there was a, oh, it might have been before, there was a Ben Sevenfold as well. I spoke to their manager. Ah, right. 
Wow. So that kind of gives you the idea. That gives you the level that you exactly. had to yeah. end up settling for acid rain. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you know what? For the first time ever, I'm, I, you know, you lucked. You fucking hell. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, uh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, honestly. No, that's cool. Number, one, number one selling band in the US. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, th- look, thanks for selling. Yeah, no worries. No, but that just kind of gives you, you know, it gives you kind of an idea of how determined I actually am as a as a musician and, and mm. I, I, I don't I don't want to stop what I what I'm doing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um well we don't want you to stop either. You know. Cause then, Especially in the middle of a song. I was just gonna say, at the end of the song's all right. Yeah. yeah, you totally saw that was going, didn't you? Yeah. Um actually, no, I'm I'm sorry to do this to you, but I just um I just heard two new drummer jokes. Oh, how are you then? Yeah, you didn't. You heard that, didn't you? You heard that in his voice. But just yeah. so you know, yeah, the look on his face was the same as <laughs> as the way he said it. Like, oh god. Right, okay. Um, Not like a pervert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, give me that drummer jokes. <laughs> yeah, but look, you, yeah, but you know, you know these, you know these drummers do exist, and we know who they are and who these jokes are about. They're not about people like you. They're about those drummers. And people out there will probably know people who are drummers and you think, yeah, 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 he's, he's, he's a bit fuck. he's a bit of a dick. <laughs> it's like, it would, hang on, hang on, Let, let's just get this, let's just put this out there so everybody can know where we're coming from. Lars. <laughs> yeah, I think there you go. There's the, there's the benchmark, now we move on. The biggest lovable dick in the world. Uh, Absolutely, uh, spot on. Big, yeah. yeah, he is, he's a lovable dick. <laughs> It, it That's is. ridiculous, right? Yeah, he's a lovable dick. Yeah, but he is though. Is that not the gayest thing you've ever heard? Well, it's in your like, life? Well, it's like I, I, a few of my early podcasts. I used to really, I take the piss out of him and stuff. Like he was being particularly stupid at the time or whatever. Um, and and but you know, if somebody said to me tomorrow, you know, um, uh, would you like to do an interview with Lars Ulrich? I would. I. I. Wherever it is, I'd run there. Off. Do you, right. do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Well, for a start, it'd make my podcast. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then you can go off to Avenged Sevenfold and I'll go off and interview Lars. <laughs> and we'll both be happier. Um, so anyway, the new, the new drummer jokes, right? Drummer gets really pissed off with all of his bandmates about his bad timing and always coming in late and all the rest of it. So um, he goes off and um, threw himself behind a train. There's, there is, there's, a, there's a few seconds there, in there where you think, what's, what's the joke? Oh. <laughs> and the other one is, uh, you know, IS, ISIS, IS. They've, um, they've, uh, they've taken a hundred drummers hostage. Um, and unless their demands are met, they've threatened to release one an hour. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, all right, okay, no, I'm sorry about that. I, I, yeah, that was wrong with me. But, you know, such is life. Um... <laughs> But talking about um, determination, I'm determined not to tell those jokes ever again. Um, and that's honestly that's that's amazing. I did. I I genuinely didn't. I'm finding all this stuff out, by the way, guys. At the same time, you are. I didn't realise that um, you know that that you'd uh, been knocking on such lofty doors. Yeah. But but again, it's like I know you. Why not though? Well, yeah, absolutely. But I know you. And I think I think that's what people kind of fear you know what I mean kind yes of. but people also I think people also mistake it for arrogance 
Yeah, yeah but it's as not. in as in like you going up as a as a as a drummer. I'm being objective here. I'm not the you know, but you like drummer in a local Sabbath tribute band going up to Jeff and saying if you ever need a drummer. Yeah. And like from from the outside looking, you think like, mate, you're a drummer in a tribute band. You know, know your place as yeah. it were. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, but with you, it's not. It, and again, this is where this is where confidence gets confused with arrogance. Oh, big time. You know where people go like. Well, you're you know, you you're not an arrogant in any way. I you know I, I know you I know you very well. You're a mate of mine, and um, I don't have arrogant friends and certainly not band members. And it never cross. It's not a word I'd associate with you in any way. And hearing what you did, and you know looking you in the eyes as you're telling the story, it's obvious that it's like, well yeah, because I know I can do it. Yeah. So why wouldn't I? Why would it, yeah. it, do you know what I mean? It's exactly. like it's it's like it's like seeing a job being advertised. That can you run the hundred meters in fifteen seconds? Yes, I can. So I'll go for that job. Exactly. Yeah. Why? Why not? You yeah. know, you, you, shy Ben's getting out. So the squeaking wheel gets the oil. Yeah, it's shit, isn't it? But it's it's so true why 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 not you why know? limit yourself why exactly why not push yourself and even if those bands are huge what does that matter you know if you're I, capable of doing it um, go for it Jason Newstead Flotsam and Jetsam Metallica yeah exactly you could do it you know admittedly when you look back on it now and you think most again talking about mindset and all the rest of it yeah. most people would have left within the first six to nine months after what he had, and he put it up with it for years yeah. most people would have left you know he, he stuck out God knows how long oh. you know um, but again it is it's, it's, it's that it's that mental toughness and that 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 inner confidence I want to say inner strength because that's just it's yeah, it's just an overused phrase um, but yeah why not you know, reach for the stars. That's it. Right. Something like that. Is it? Reach for the moon, end up with the stars. I don't know. I, I don't know. Just reach for greatness. Spot of brown ale or something like that. <laughs> oh, I do fancy a drink, I've got to be honest. I should have got some tinnies in. Yeah. Well, we'll go and get some tinnies after this. And that's, um, yeah, yeah. we're getting there. Um, yeah, the time's passing. The, t- the time is passing. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, people, it, the weird thing is, like, we made these plans. Like, we're going to need to do a song because you know, validate the lineup because you know, there's obviously going to be questions about who people are. Uh, yeah, that never happened. <laughs> yeah. So we went. Well, just put one song out because then we've got to go. We've got to tour the old stuff. We've got to play all the old songs. No one's going to want to hear new stuff. We put one new song out. People want to know when the album's coming in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow. <laughs> I'm going to take everything that I thought I knew and do the opposite in future. <laughs> um, no, don't change it if it's not broken. Just but, do exactly the same yeah. thing. Think the same thing. But it, but it, it, yeah, but it, but it's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, it crazy. But 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 again, what we've said is like, what we've said is that it, well, we've got to go out. We've got to play the old stuff. Mm. But I mean, I spoke to Paul the other day, and he was saying like, we might have to do another. We might have to do another new song, and I was kind of like, yeah, I know. I've I've thought of that. Um, there's financial implications, implications, but they should be okay after we've done a few more bits and pieces. Mm. Um, 
knock out some dead cheap Planet Dumb t-shirts would be a good start. Um, but it's kind of like, yeah, wow, it is almost open to sort of like, well, it was it was going to be, it was just all going to be about playing live, playing live, playing live, playing live. But you realise it's not. Well, having put the new song out and just seeing like the voracious appetite. Yeah, of course, there's other things that can be done you know when you're not playing live you just do a new song why not yeah but all, but also I mean there has been label interest as well which is you know I mean I, well basically we were offered a deal on the back of that one song yeah um, and, and I spoke to them and, that, and, and I said well look you know um, we're gonna uh, look there's no plans yet but how about we leave it like this um when and if the time comes, I won't do anything without speaking to you first. You'll be one of the people, you know, right. in, in get, and, and they were like, yeah, great. And he said, yeah, great. He said, but I tell you now, everyone's going to want, everyone's going to want a piece of you. I was like, really? He was like, yeah, he said, uh, you know, it's that, look, I work in the music business. All we do is listen to music all day. And, you know, that song's special. I think, I mean, the, the song... Um, is very special to me. I mean, it's, and me. it's it's just something about it, and I think definitely because of the way I approached the drumming on that song is not something that I've done before. Because I had, because I knew that it, it for the first time it needed something that was just super tight with the rest of the song. You know, kind of like the the kind of uh, the way I approached it was kind of like the, the heaven and hell Bill Ward kind of that and kind of the laws are accepted true and 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 then kind of like the Dave Lombardo sort of thrash kind of you know what I mean all in yeah, one sort yeah. of thing yeah which is a completely oh, it's a different song. yeah it's a completely different approach um, from what I've done in, in recordings with bands before you know what I mean like Mm. Um, yeah, but it's 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 been it's been very organic because you um, you heard the demo because um, um, I think I did the demo before we'd even met you. We'd actually just done the demo. Yeah, yeah. And Paul had just yeah, done the demo because I you you uh, you showed me it um, at at someone's house. I can't remember. Zach. That's the one. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because you hadn't heard all the songs. No. Oh yeah, yeah. Now it's right. I remember now. Well, that. Um, but the thing it's been organic because me me you and Paul or you Paul and I um, for the correct English um, played it the three of us and we we got to sit with it yeah and we got to we got to work it and we, but we got and I am aware this is going to sound really arty and wanky but it's true so you know, it's a fuck you. Yeah, just listen. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's usually, I, was, it's, I was glad he didn't. Yeah, it's usually me being the obnoxious cunt. Thanks for uh, taking over. <laughs> um, but, but but it's true, isn't it? <laughs> but it's true. As in, we, I, I, what I was going to do, I was going to go really wanky and say, we got to know the song. Yeah, totally. And by, and by that, I don't mean learn. Mm. We got to know it. Yeah, and the thing is, the the thing that kind of. I was really surprised by was I, I don't know if it was the whole um, kind of atmosphere when you're in in the studio you know and 
you you're kind of on the spot to record but whenever we practice those songs i played them i played that song but that song sorry um different from the way that i recorded right there was a lot in the recording in the actual song that is different from the way that we rehearsed it yes yeah i, I noticed and that that's that didn't happen on purpose. I, I, I tell you what, I tell you what, um, what, you mean it just took over in the studio? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I don't know if it was because I heard everything clearer. I think Ginger I, made I, a lot I, of difference as well. Oh yeah, definitely, you know. I mean, I was... You, you, were, you were kind of, and I don't mean to cut across you and I just want to kind of throw this out there and I might be wrong, but I think... Um, no, you're wrong. I, yeah, all right, we'll, we'll fuck that. <laughs> um, I, I think, I'm not saying you were trying to I'm not saying you were trying to you were drumming to impress Ginge, but but it, it's like there was it, definitely an impact with him there because I it, I basically we didn't get told who we who was going to be the producer. <laughs> Mark's talking to you, by the way. Yeah, and uh, you know when we got there, uh, well actually it was just me me and you, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just the two of us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and well, you were there first. The yeah. You were there first. Yeah. But by the way, Cookie had organised this, right? Well, I say all. <laughs> and he didn't say fuck all. Um, yeah, he just said it was, his, it was his. It was his mate Ginge. He's worked with loads of bands. Right? Yeah, that's all he said. So I, I went outside um, for for a tab, and, uh, and and Ginge came outside, and you know we got talking, and uh, actually, sorry, I have to mention this before we went outside for a tab. We actually got on the kit. Um, to see if everything sounded okay and he played and instantly I knew he was a drummer so so then we went out for a tab and I said I asked him you know like so what bands have you played in you're obviously a drummer and straight away he said um, oh my god what are they called Dubwalk Dubwalk and there was the the reggae metal that's Dubwalk Oh, so um, oh, fucking yeah. Skindred. That's the one, Skindred. Yes. Yeah. Well, he didn't play in Skindred, but Dub War. Well, oh no, of course he did, didn't he? He was yeah. in Dub War, and then yeah, and he plays drums on the first Skindred album. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he told me. Sorry, Ginge. <laughs> he told me that, and then instantly I was like, "Well, fucking hell, Cook, you never said anything about this." <laughs> and then I <laughs> probably just as well he didn't. Though. Yeah. And then I turned around to it's Ginge. The genius of Cookie, though. Yeah, exactly. I turned around to Ginge again, and I goes, "So." Well, what else have you done then? And that's when he mentioned Trivium in Wales, you know, producing that album. And um, As I Lay Dying was one of them, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, First two Bullet uh, from My Valentine Slip, albums. Slipknot's download DVD. Yeah, the um, the, the Slipknot um, Sickness live at download. Yeah, yeah. He, he mixed that. Yeah, and Roadrunner United's uh, live DVD as well. Yeah. Um, the Axe Wound album, which is the offshoot of the Bullet um, album. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, because this was such a shock to me, um, I I felt I did feel nervous. I don't really like admitting that, but I do. I did feel <laughs> nervous when he was playing, and I felt like right, I've got to fucking impress this guy. I guess it was it was like that. Yeah, it was. It was, it was like I have to, I have to play the best I can play. Yeah. Now that now you see, but I think that's that's not the right. 
attitude to have. No, but I, 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 no, ah, but I, I, I'll just intercede there. I don't think you were. I don't think you were drumming to impress him. And I started out by saying I don't think you were trying to impress. Him. I think it had the effect of going to you. Right. Okay. So this shit's fucking this real. This is real. Yeah. Serious. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, Mark. Yeah. Fucking up your game. Deliver. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Bearing in mind, you've also spent... just just hearing that from what what he he's he said he's done. To go and write time to record. It was it was like that though. It was like oh, you know I've um, worked with Trivium and as I lay dying and bullet for my Valentine and then it was literally okay time to record. Yeah. <laughs> so you know yeah. what I mean. It was like yeah. right here we go. Come on, you know it was. Uh, it's kind of not what you want to hear just before you kind of start to record. Not saying that was in any way his fault because he probably thought I already knew all this stuff he can't help who he is can he no exactly he, he probably thought that uh, the cookie would have told us all of this but yeah. no that's not so. cookie no the funny thing is that I when I went down to do the vocals of course right so I go down to do the vocals the following week in, in like different studio because that was all in um, uh, Cardiff University I went down a week later into to Newport to the not in Pill Studios, which ah. is where all the bullet stuff was recorded. It's awesome. It's like it's it's a little studio underneath the boxing gym. You got to walk through the boxing changing rooms, and sometimes you hear that. Doof, doof, doof. I was like, "What's that noise?" He goes, "Oh, it's a treadmill. It's like boxers upstairs on treadmills and shit like that. It's bizarre." So anyway, I've got the different. I've got the exact opposite experience of you. I know, like what I'm up against. Yeah, I've got time to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So we've done that session and I'm not down there till to the following Friday. So I've got all that time to think about it. All that time to think. It's like, so, you know, he's recorded some pretty serious vocalists. He's recorded, he's mixed some fucking, you know, he's mixed Corey Taylor for fuck's sake. I think you're right, okay. Um, yeah, okay. This is, this is all out. And, you know, not going to lie to you. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, yeah, I was, I was, yeah, I wasn't sleeping my best. I was, and it was definitely not far from my mind all the time. But I also kept, um, and it's, it's really, I, you know, when you talk about, when you talk about sports people and the mental state and the mental side of the game being more important than the physical, so fucking true in music. Oh, well. it's true in life, let's face it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and, but so mentally, I kept having to deal with that and just, and say, no. No, 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 no. Don't you fucking dare turn this into a job of work. Fucking enjoy it. Rise to the challenge. Go in. You're H from Acid Rain, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> no, but in, in all seriousness, but like kind of, for fuck, no, come on. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy that, this. That's what was really cool about what James did, because, you know, I... I um, I, I I tried to play the the song all the way through um, for the first re- recording and uh, it didn't work out and Ginge knew why straight away you know really? he yeah he just said take one bass drum out you it? need you just relax he didn't even say you need to relax he just said just relax just relax that's all he said and it made a hell of a difference and I remember him saying because you're getting frustrated. And you and, and and we could hear you from obviously from now. I've had mics everything. Just going. 
Hi. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, mm, you got me. Yeah. Yeah, I am. You're right. Because he, I mean, he was, you know, and yeah. that was such a great way. It was just the way that he approached that uh, situation, to be honest, you know, and it made a hell of a difference to my playing, you know, because I definitely became more comfortable and I was more focused on the song rather than a person in there who's recorded all these top bands and stuff like that. It was more, it that, him saying just relax was like, it, it was the mental thing again, mm. you know, it was just... Right, what am I doing, man? I'm not. I'm not here to impress. We've well, got you've anyone. Got, the thing yet. is, you've got so much shit going on in your yeah. head that when someone says, yeah. "Relax," you go, "Oh yeah, that's an idea." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there's so much noise yeah. in there yeah. that yeah. you're never going to hear it. It it became not impressing. Um, it was more. You know, you're at this stage now. Just do what you do. Yeah, yeah. Simple as that, you know. Well, I, and and you know, talking to you guys now, um, as well as Mark, he fucking nailed it. And I mean, what you hear, um, uh, well, it's it's about it's probably two takes at the most, maybe two and a half. And the the my, what I took away from it as well, because I had this, I it, actually I had a very similar experience to you, mm. right? I, I'll I'll finish off my little journey. So I went down there. Um, Did you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 went, I went down there and, and sat around for a bit because we were waiting for Matt, Matt Bond, who also worked. We keep talking about Jim. Matt was fucking great to work with as well. Um, I'm sure Paul will want to talk a lot about Matt as well and his experience of recording with him. But um, uh, Matt is, um, works with Ginge, by the way, just so I mentioned that. So anyway, come to do the vocals and um, I'm, I've arranged with Cookie that I'm probably going to be there most of the day. So I'll, I've arranged with Cookie that I'll, I'm, I may well crash at his, but I don't really want to because I've got a comedy gig in Bournemouth the following day. So I don't want to do Bridge End to Bournemouth, funny right. enough. Um, and he's like, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm going to get there in the morning. I said, but, you know, it's going to be a good, like, five, six hours. It's, uh, I'm, you know, it's going to be, it's, 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 a, it's going to be a big day. It's going to be a lot of work. I'm going to, at the end of it, I'm going to be fucking knackered. I probably won't want to drive all the way home. So I probably you know, so we kept knocking it down. I was like Cookie, you know, it, Cookie was saying, "Well, he's got a gig that night. He might have to leave me a key. Do I know when I'm getting the bear? All of this, right?" So I get, I actually get down to Newport at ten thirty in the morning because I set off at eight in the morning because I was just wanting to get down there. So I meet and and it's great. I met Ginge and he goes, "As I'm, I'm, I'm parked in so and so street," and he goes, "What can you see?" I say, "I'm oh, big fuck off Asda," and he goes, "Yeah, I'm in the Asda." I was like, "All right," he goes, "I'll come and get you." So then we went down to the studio and we were waiting for Matt. And so, so and Ginger and I just sat and relaxed and just swapped war stories. And he was telling me all about, like, um, sk- that he played with Skindred on, um, at Soulfly's first ever gig. Yeah. Which was at a party in a girl. Oh. Yeah. And, and all these different stories. And, 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 and he mentioned something and I say, oh, and we, we knew people, we, we know people that, that, who, this, you know, we, we know the same people. There you go. And, and it was and, and just it was so relaxing. Oh just yeah, man. I mean, yeah. And then and then and then Matt rocked up. Yeah. I mean, right? Should we do some vocals? Then I was like, right, okay. So I went in there, and he said, right, just go through the song once. Oh, and that was it. I remember Ginge saying, um, um, I, I kind of said when we when I got there earlier, I was like, you know, yeah, well, I, I want to do a really, you know, I really want to do a really good job on this. And and Ginge just turned around and he went, well, I I I fucking love the vocals on the demo. I think um, if we uh, if we get anything, you know, if we get 
and we get that kind of performance because um, we're laughing. You just need to um, just do that. And straight away, I felt like any pressure that I'd that had been building on me that I'd placed on myself mm-hmm. was just lifted. Yeah. Because he was telling me, I've already heard you. You yeah. you are you are a good singer. Yeah. This is your song. How you sing on this song yeah. is what it needs and that's what I want you to do. I mean it's def- it definitely makes a difference when, when you have someone to work with who is just so laid back and really easy to talk to. I mean Yeah. Are they, oh, hang on, the long and the short of it was, sorry, I, I knew there was, some, there was this, this thing I wanted to remember. Long and short it was, I did the vocals in two hours, right? And at the end of two hours, I was going in the control room going, right, hang on, I've been thinking. And we listened back and I was like, well, I'm not sure about that bit. And, and Ginger's going, it's fine, it's fine. He even came through whilst I was doing some vocals, not like in the middle of it, and he was going, it sounded fucking great. Because that middle of line, that line, it's punk as fuck. It's punk as fuck. <laughs> and... Um, and, and then at the end, I was going, I said, well, could I do that? Or do you reckon? And Ginger turned me and said, turned to me and said, you're finished. I've already told you you're finished. You're finished. Stop fucking messing about with it. I goes, yeah, but I'm in the mood now and I want to do more. He goes, yeah, I know you do, but you're done. Remember how you felt when you yeah, finished the drums? Yeah, I was. Exactly yeah, the same, wasn't it? Yeah. I, mean, I remember you coming in. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I don't know. I mean, there's a... I don't know why. Why was I sounding the Welsh there? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I can't even. It's Ivor the engine. <laughs> but it it was. It was like I came out of the pub and there was my bike <laughs> gone. <laughs> but it was. So it was like listening to the the track. Like, well, yeah, no, I came. I, I, I what was it? I, I finished recording. Went into the the um in the, the, the studio and, and I just kind of I was like oh, I don't know like yeah could I could I have done better there you know and Me- meanwhile James just said nah <laughs> no way well I, there, there were parts when because there was just there was um, I think it was just me and Paul but when you were when you were laying down because um, Cookie was away getting the guitars because you wouldn't want to bring guitars to the studio <laughs> would you you, you want to go and get you want to go back for them um, and um and Paul and I were just laughing at some of your fills because they were so over the top, and 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 some of you were. And Paul, literally, we were just we were laughing, and we were. I mean, we were, we were physically going, sort of going like, "Oh, fucking hell, get in!" and all that. And then you come through, and you're all like Mister Questioning himself, and we're all like giggling. It's so good. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it was just it. But when you explained like that little roller coaster that you've just explained, you know, and when you listen back to this, yeah, you'll listen back to, and you'll be able to map out how you ended up in that place. Because it was just like, right, turn up, record for this guy. Oh, fuck, he's genuinely <laughs> done all this shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting really fucking stressed and really yeah. angry. Oh, he sorted me out. Oh, we're finished? Yeah. <laughs> and it's almost like you didn't actually have time to sort of enjoy it or yeah. feel like you were kind of... I don't know, I don't know I'm, I'm guessing, but I don't know about... I felt, I started... In, I was starting to enjoy it when I was told to stop. Yeah, that, that's totally it, you know, because... I mean, I think what what Ginger's looking for is he's he's looking for the moment where you're not trying, you're doing. It's sports. In sport, they call it focus. Yeah. And you're so focused. It, um, you start enjoying it. The reason you start enjoying it is because you know you've already done good work, and you've done good work because you are focused. And it's not about enjoyment. 
that's playing live. Mm-hmm. That's a gig. It, it's like in a studio, somebody should have to tell you that you're done. Somebody should have to tell you that that was a good take because you don't know because you are so focused. You want it to be the best it can be. Yeah. Because it, the, the song did deserve perfection mm. for that song. You know what I mean? It, 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 it was asking for certain yeah. things you know that needed to be there and if they weren't there then it wouldn't be as good of a song yeah. and I think that everything that's there is what needs to be there you know well, f- well funnily enough I, a, a phrase when you said oh you know, I re- you know I'm, I'm really pleased with it and all that and a phrase popped into my mind and I was thinking um, what, what and I, I am aware by the way if you're listening to this it is only one song yeah, we're aware of that, but it means a lot to us, and it's the culmination of a lot of. Um, I just uh, yeah, well for me it's the combination of fucking two years of struggle, um, and for, and and not far off a year for Mark, and and nearly two years for Paul, and the new guys just fucking waltzed in, so it's easy for them. Um, <laughs> that's a joke, but um, <laughs> but what I was going to say was that that song, and I know this from speaking to everybody within the back is the best we all think it's the best thing any of us have done mm, definitely you think it's the best thing you've done I think it's, it's the, the most professional um, I've sounded you know I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's like the most difficult um, recording with drumming wise you know what I mean it's not like I played anything that's mind blowing but I played what needed to be done yeah and that is what I'm very proud of you know because and you should be that's that's the, the the musicians that I love. Play what you feel, not what you know. Well, that that the um, the bit in um, uh, the devour where you catch the symbol. Yeah, that's scary. You, you didn't even notice that until I said no. I love well, that. In fact, you guys won't have noticed because that, that so wasn't go, even on purpose. So go back and listen. And it, is it in the first verse or the second verse? I think it's the second verse. verse. Second verse. Um, where I say the word devour. Mark catches the symbol on the D of devour. It's fucking scary. You'll have to listen to it a couple of times to actually believe it's happened. Because um, when I recorded it, I didn't record it with Howard's voice over the top of it. It, it was just guitars, yeah. wasn't it? Well, guitars and click. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. Um, oh, and by the way, anybody's thinking, oh, click, oh, why do you record to a click? Get this. <laughs> Paul, Ginge asked Paul to play the song for him. So Paul played the song, played the, the main riff, and Ginge built the click from how Paul played it. Yeah, so that's organic. And then we played it back to back with the original demo. Mm-hmm. Virtually identical. Because Paul's a fucking guitaring cyborg. The machine. Yes, the machine. Good machine, like, the fucking best. Um, but, um, and I know you're listening, Paul, and that is a fucking compliment. Um, um, but... Yeah, it, it, it's playing to that click and no vocals and all the rest of it. it, it it's yeah, it's a different, it's a, it's a different kind of vibe. Of but the is. point I wanted to address about the click was exactly that. Yeah. Um, but one of my favourite bits, in fact, probably my my favourite bit in the whole song of yours is between the first two is between the verses. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? Because. I don't, I don't know of a drummer, and this is going to sound like a really grandiose statement, and people will listen to it and think, oh, that's such a shit. And do you know what? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, so take your opinion. Shove it up your ass! <laughs> um, 
because I can't think of a drummer, a drummer doesn't spring to mind, who can fucking groove like that. And I don't mean groove as in fucking break down new metal drummer come. I mean, genuinely, you sit back and you drive that riff like a rock drummer. You drive that riff like a fucking old school rock drummer. That's awesome. Yeah, that's and, and that's why I like it. Because when I shut my eyes, you're playing it like that. Do you know what I mean? You're just, you're just yeah, fucking you can, loose. You can you're feel, loose. Yeah, yes. you, you can. It's feel. Can, yeah. It's feel. Yeah. So. Um, and, and to have that feel and then the fucking shred in the middle and the pounding in between, do you know yeah. what I mean? That's, that's Which just... is why I'm so proud of, of, of the outcome because I love the fact that I didn't try to play anything over the top, over the verses, because it wasn't it wasn't asking yeah. for anything like that. Yeah, you just nailed it down, yeah. And, you know, people who, who are hearing it for the first time be like, oh, well, you know, he's, he's very basic, you know, he's just kind of, you know, just playing really basic beats and then the thrash part comes and <laughs> I'm not saying that's amazing or anything but it's, it's quite fast you know it's it's um it's, it's a lot different from yeah it's a total different uh, energy compared to or, or even vibe than than the well, verses you well, know it's, it, well Paul, I, Paul and I were talking about one night it's sort of like it's a dust, dust till dawn of a song you know what I mean? it's, yeah. it's, it's two movies. Yeah, it's two songs. Yeah, two totally. songs for the price of one motherfucker's only ninety nine p. If you haven't got it, go out and get it. But it works, man. And it, it it does go to the to that thing that I always say is it's not what you know, it's um, who you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not not how it's not what you know, it's what you feel. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and absolutely. It, yeah. The, the to me, there's just too many musicians out there that just kind of try to show off a little bit rather than just kind of laying back and playing what the song needs you know and that's why I love going back to the the, the old school rock drummers and all that kind of thing you know like Bill Ward and the Causey Powell and the John Bonham and the Ginger Baker and hey people who predate um, uh, click tracks yeah and in fact that is one of the big reasons why I love love Lars you know he, he's a big influence in, in, in my part in drumming because is that just even, standing up even though <laughs> even though you know I mean you know he's not as good as what he used to be he still <laughs> to put it mildly he still plays with a lot of feel he plays by what he feels and that's why I think he just feels out of time a lot <laughs> yeah just <laughs> I'll stop. Lars, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying yeah. to compliment you here. Yeah, yeah. He plays plays how he feels. Yeah, and he feel in that case he feels tired a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just that green sparkly drum kit, man. You pointed out the other day. I mean, I've always thought that it looks wrong. It looks it looks wrong. And as you were it saying, it sounds wrong. Yeah, it's it not. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's just wrong. Yeah. 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 Go back to the, uh, the 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 big white tamer kit. Yeah. Fucking hell. Do that. That sounded awesome, but the yeah. huge toms are totally worth for Metallica. Uh, well, and well, there's there's that huge there's that huge tom roll of yours um, as well in um, in Planet of the Dam, which I which I just fucking love. It's just so fucking metal. Um, I remember Pete saying. <laughs> I was just about to say this. Well, oh, were you? Yeah. But people's gonna say turn down the. I yeah, think the he, said that, should. he said that that 
that run is a bit too loud. loud. Yeah. And me and you were just both like, nah. Nah, 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 nah. nah. And Paul was the same. And, and I mean, to be fair to Pete, it, 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 um, there was a previous mix with some vocals that you can't really hear. We know they're there, and you might hear them occasionally on the choruses. So, for instance, the chorus goes, negativity. Listen really clear, carefully to the, is a, um, is a great friend to me. Listen really carefully in the background, and you'll hear some shouted vocals. Um, and we messed around with that chorus, but we went back to how it was on the demo. But those shouty vocals are still there, buried deep in the mix, just nicely. Just to beef it yeah, up. Yeah, almost, yeah, just to beef it up about, uh, a bit. And they were a lot more to the fore in the original mix, and Pete preferred that. But Pete's got quite a hardcore ethic, more of a hardcore. Yeah, by that yeah. I mean, like, you know, hardcore music, not, you know, yeah, whatever. So, and so, so he liked that. And, and also he but and he felt he needed the toms to come down a bit and whereas we wanted the the, the shouty vocals down and keep the toms rattling by where they were but it was great because Pete also had some like he was spot on with a lot of his analysis oh yeah but he made a massive difference in the final mix yeah you yeah. know stuff yeah. that we would not be able to we wouldn't have been able to explain yeah you know yeah, all this put, technical yeah absolutely he pointed point, point out and, and, and again the whole working with Jin's thing was fucking amazing and, and it was really cool because I, I was de- I was dealing with him for the mix so I'd speak to everybody get the ideas about the mix and then and go back to Ginger and we'd filter them all out more and, and we I think it was the fourth or fifth mix we were happy with we were virtually there after three but there was just one thing we needed to fix and um, the China uh, well no it was the China and Paul's missing guitar oh yeah. Um, which no one even knew yeah and um, but but yeah he was saying like he was he really enjoyed the process of working with us with the mix um, and and really appreciated the feedback and just to just to actually tie all this up perfectly with a little bow on the top you sent me Hail to the King yeah by Avenged Sevenfold which is basically Avenged Sevenfold's rip off version of Sad But True um, yeah, and but the production is amazing. It's a mo- it is the modern production of a metal band. It's it's kind of taken over from the Black Album. Yeah. And definitely. and you emailed me that and said, look, can you send that to Ginge and say, look, that's how I'd like the drums to sit. This was after the first mix and we felt the drums were a bit a, a bit smothered. Yeah. And we sent it to him and Ginge sent me a message back saying that's fucking amazing because that's what I'm EQing to. <laughs> that's, that's unbelievable, man. Yeah. It is, but the, the thing is, is that oh, I don't, I don't want to say that. I, I'm not licking arse or anything here. You know, it's like when hey, I was speak- when I was speaking when I was speaking to Ginge, like you know, it, as soon as he mentioned that one of his favorite bands um, is the Police, <coughs> yeah, and. You know, he said his favourite drummer of all time, Stuart Copeland, and I was just like, oh man, this guy's awesome. Yeah. And then we kind of bounced, off, you know, off each other from talking about Stuart Copeland because musically we could understand each other sort of thing. And there was yeah. there was a similarity in, in the way he approaches and, you know, um, yeah, approaches, approaches music. Yeah. Um, with with his influences and how he how he brings it in the bands he plays in, you know, Skinjar for example, you know, well, where do you think the reggae side comes from? 
because that's what Stuart Copeland was, wasn't he? He was like a rock reggae. He's a genius, but it was a lot of reggae. You know, oh yeah, I I, I, I the police were a um a big favorite of mine. Um, oh, growing them. up, they um, yeah, another example of you having tastes that are that are older than your age. <laughs> but it is it's weird because yeah. it's like you're the youngest in the band by a long way. You're twenty seven, yeah. and and but. It never enters my fucking head that there's an age difference between us. It never... It, and everybody in the band, it all just clicks. It's, it's such an irrelevance. Yeah. Because your your influences and your outlook and everything are absolutely... And also because you've also kind of... You've, you've, you've kind of taken on the role of being the drummer on Acid Rain exactly the way it should be, which is, you know, you, you, you fucking... You know what you're doing. You, you know, you can play the songs awesomely, and you've got a sense of humour, and 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 it just, it, it all you know, it all works. It's uh, and again, Stuart Copeland is another example of like, well, that's my era. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What the, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you doing with, with Stuart Copeland? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that laugh was fucking weird. No, but it's uh, it's just it's what I go back. Well, it's just kind of what I said before, isn't it? You know, it's like nowadays it just feels like you get these um, musicians that try to show off a lot. I mean, of course, yeah, oh, they're, fastest they're, feet. There, there should just be a fastest feet competition. Yeah, I mean, and let's it, it's, move like, on. it's like a sport, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, it's like people are impressed by all these blast beats and stuff like that. And I mean, there I won't did, be any blast beats in any future Acid Rain stuff. I can fucking tell you that now. I mean, I did, I did a blast beat um, in one song. That I, that I recorded and that was with the Empire of Evil uh, called Demon and it's because it's asking for that you know it, it, it needed to be there otherwise it would have just the energy would have just it wouldn't have gone anywhere you know yeah. it needed it and now it just feels like there's just too much of of that going on when it's not necessarily needed, you know. Well, well, also the thing is for me is that a blast beat. Um, um, and funnily enough, I listened to a comedian Bill Burr's podcast, and he's a drummer as well. And he and he he, he sums it up brilliantly. Well, or rather, we share the same opinion. Hence, summed up brilliantly. Um, <laughs> which is um, um, it's great the arrogance um, that uh, I love fast drumming. Yeah, love same. it. Love it. Same. But. Blast beat for me, my problem with it is the lack of feel. Oh yeah, uh, that's my problem with it, and also the fact that that there's two kind of blast beats for me. There's an old school blast beat, right, and which is an old school blast beat, mm. but we've got new school blast beats now, and it just sounds like a drum machine's gone wrong. <laughs> there's no feel. No. There's no nothing, and what you're listening to is literally like. It's almost like a machine gun yeah. and a snare, and then the guitars are played over the top. And sometimes, if you listen carefully, it sounds like two. It sounds like two songs. It sounds like the guitars and the drums are starting to pull away from each other yeah, and totally separate right. from each other. Yeah. And you're listening to two separate things. You're listening to the guitars and you're listening to the drums. You're not listening to them yeah. together yeah. as music. I mean, it, it it is such a shame, and I, and um, I think. Well, I know this. You know, when you when you listen to um, musicians um, from like you know the Black Sabbath kind of era and the Led Zeppelin and uh, Cream and you know 
old school musicians seem to just have so much feel in their playing and you don't really get that so much now there are yeah, but maybe we've got live bands yeah but maybe we've got live bands playing to you know but essentially just miming to their album yeah exactly yeah and you know what, they've, they've just got fucking pro tools through sound exactly bands. why what, I watched um, I, I watched I, I you know I've, I've watched a couple of bands and thought yeah and I'm not I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say who they are um, but I, I always say on the podcast if you see me if you see me out ask me and I'll tell you um, but because it's not for me to it's not for me or you or anyone to expose yeah. artists well I mean but, I've, I've seen one of the bands I love I went to see and I was disappointed because it was just literally like press and play on a CD yeah. player you know and yeah. just listening to the album and it's disappointing because you expect so much more live you know well yeah but we're from a generation that that does but it's it's more and more now it is all about right we've got a set list that's the set list every night it has to be because that's the way it's programmed yeah there's no room for um improvisation and what all of that does and what a whole generation of music fans are being um cheated out of is a unique one-off live experience no thursday's crowd is getting wednesday's performance you know, Wednesday's crowds getting Tuesday's performance. It's just, yeah. it's fucking sad. And you say what you like about Metallica, and I have many times. But again, the most lovable dick there is. Lars is responsible for fucking constantly changing that set yeah. and stuff. You never know what you're gonna get. Exactly. And they don't play to fucking Pro Tools live. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, perfect you know, example of that. I mean, through is... the never might be fixed to fuck, but yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> They didn't play its Pro Tools. Exactly, yeah. I mean, the, the thing that really surprised me, and it's a perfect example of what you just said about Lars changing the set, was when I was here last time, and me and Paul, Paul told us to check out the latest gig that Metallica did. Um, the X, what, what was it called? The X, the X Games. The X Games, yeah. yeah. And the first song was Fuel. I've never seen Metallica open up with Fuel, ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. Straight away, it's like, that is totally different, you know. And playing um, Escape, they've never played that one before, they, you know. Yeah. Live, so that was that. That's another example. So. Yeah. It's about keeping it, like you know, having that human quality to. Absolutely. You know, you, you can't treat it like a machine. But there's a whole generation of bands coming up, and there's a whole generation of fans coming up. Um, that, that is, expected it, is it yeah they expect yes. because because yeah. the album was Pro Tools the, yeah. and and ultimately two or three of the band can't actually fucking play the album anyway so they've got to play along to Pro Tools yeah you know but um, well on that upbeat note <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, uh, uh, we were going to call this talking shite um, but uh, but no it's, it's been it's been really cool been really cool. Has, right? I, I hope all of you guys out there. Um, I think it started off slowly, but we've we, we kind of like warmed up and really we uh, got going. We are we are getting to know you. <laughs> um, so um, look, guys, we'll uh, we'll see you out on the road. You know a little bit more about um, about Mark now, and um, so who's he? Uh, it's you, mate. Oh, it's me. Yeah. Oh, right. And and remember, if you see him out, um, who? It, it Stotty cake and a bottle of brune. Bottle of brune. And uh, and some stotty cake, and he's all yours. 
Well, and, if, and if you take his driving test for him as well, he'd be for Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Still going on about that. No, 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 no. We're, we're, uh, yeah, private joke. Sorry about that, guys. So anyway, um, it, it's, uh, it's, it's good night from me. And good night from you. And good night, <laughs> and, and good night from me again. And good night from me. Yeah, you. Yeah, me. Yeah. Not um, you. <laughs> this has been pretty good up to now. That's right. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I'm, I'm ruining it. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, no, stop no, the whole no, thing Mark, again. Mark, 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 you've got to stop now. Oh. I'm doing my ginge thing. Right, okay. I'm doing it like, no, you've, you've, you've done it. You've nailed it. Right, okay. You've nailed it. Fucking well, awesome. I could do it better. Probably, but the um, the washing's finished. So oh, okay, okay. Got to get, get the washing out. <laughs> Can't get more metal than that. So anyway, um, yeah, been a pleasure. Talk bollocks again soon. This is um, the uh, first of the acid rain um, one on ones. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. Ciao for now. Ciao, ciao for now. And there you go. That was um, that was Mark and I talking bollocks just the other night. Um, I hope you found that interesting. I know, I know Mark and I did. Um, it's a, quite quite a slow start, and then we we just kind of we really got into a groove. We could have probably just carried on all night. Um, we had we had a really really good uh, really good chat, and in fact that that conversation at one point I said, uh, "Oh, should have got some beers." We actually ended up going out. Um, and get and getting some and getting some beers after that and um, and going well into the night. It was like the um, it was like the uh, the podcast kind of just sort of got us got us I don't know got us going. I don't know. <laughs> it all sounds a bit strange, doesn't it? Um, so anyway, um, again, um, thank you very much to everybody. Um, go visit acidrain.co.uk, great website uh, where you can buy our stuff um, and um, and also. Um, I, uh, you know, what can I say? Just thanks to everybody. It's been absolutely incredible. Uh, this comeback. We're looking forward to seeing everybody um, out on the road in October. Um, we 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 are well aware that the north of England has been brutally um, ignored uh, on this tour. Um, you know, people saying, "Oh, what no Leeds gig?" Despite the fact that we're not based in Leeds anymore or anywhere near but um, no no Leeds gig no Liverpool gig no Birmingham gig no Nottingham gig um, no Newcastle gig no Edinburgh gig no Welsh gigs at all although we have got Hammerfest coming up uh, in March next year but no Cardiff or anything so we, we are well aware of that and all I'll say is we'll get to you okay we'll, we'll get there um, of course the concept of travelling um, seems to have completely passed some people by um, but you know if you can travel it'd be lovely to see you but looking to get see as many of you as possible it's going to be great uh, really looking forward to it and um, and again just uh, you know uh, visit the Facebook page visit the website stay in touch give us feedback um, and um, you know again thank you every single one of you uh, we really do appreciate it we really do we've all been absolutely blown away I keep saying blown away we have speechless you see, that is me being speechless. But we are, honestly, blown away. Thank you very much. Uh, see you all on the next regular edition of Talking Bollocks. Oh, and yeah, if you want to tweet, at Talking Bollocks, bollocks with a Z on the end, not an S. Um, and you can find it on Facebook as well. So come find us, join the fun. And uh, go and visit allabouttherock.co.uk because that's the website that hosts the podcast. Without them, there would be no podcast. So thank you very much. Thank you very much to All About The Rock. Thank you very much to Craig. He knows why. And thank you very much to you, the listener. Ta-ta. <laughs>